Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308 8867. That's 308 8867. Or toll free at 866 308 8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Uh, we're live here at Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road, ready to talk gardening with you at 210-308-8867. Or come by; it's a nice, bright, sunny day, a little chilly, but uh, come on by and uh, visit with us and ask your gardening question in person. Uh, we had a, a bunch of people that did that yesterday, and if you don't want to come on the air, you just say, "Milton, I don't want to come on the air." And, it's not a problem. Well, you're getting good about that. Mother. Thank you. I'm glad you're. I'm glad that makes you happy. Hey, <laughs> but we be that cold. Those two people just have t-shirts on. Oh no, it's cold enough to not wear t-shirts. I'm gonna put my gloves on in a minute. Oh, okay. Hey, uh, you know, we mentioned all yesterday and for the past couple of weeks that the uh, Millburgers Quarterly Blood Drive is coming up next Saturday, and it could not come at a better time uh, because blood is in short supply, critically low supply in San Antonio. And we've got uh, Roger Ruiz on the line. Uh, Roger is with the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center, and uh, we're going to talk to him a little bit about what's going on and kind of give you the why uh, and the what of what's going on next Saturday. So, Roger, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Great. How are you all doing? A little Terrific. chilly, like you said, but it is. It is a little chilly, but that's okay. We're, we're toughing it out. But uh, chilly or not, next Saturday, I don't have to find out what the weather's going to be. Uh, you guys are going to be here at Millburgers doing our quarterly blood drive, and we want everybody to come out. So, you know, um, sometimes we hear th- a message so often we forget it's... Uh, it's importance. Talk a little bit about where the blood supply is right now and why it's critically low. Definitely. Uh, the blood supply is, is extremely fragile still right now. I know um, going into the new year, we saw a lot of uh, orders, more orders come in, about 12% more than we have in previous years. And that's just because hospitals saw an increase of, of traumas and, and, and excess of, of patients. So that put a, a real strain on the fragile blood supply that it was already because we have we don't have the donations coming in because a big portion of that is from from high schools and then colleges and they're out on on, on break but then you also got to remember flu season was in, in effect and then and this still was going on and as well as uh, people uh, on vacation so out of sight out of mind kind of blood donations were, were not on people's priority but you got to remember patients still need our help Every day, they don't get to take that vacation and still need our help every day. Cancer patients, accident victims, the list goes on and on. So it is still a fragile state, um, but we do have some community blood drives coming up that are we hope that we, to rebound from that. And, and Millburgers is one of those coming up next Saturday. We always have a great support when we go out there to Millburgers, and we look forward to uh, being out there once again next Saturday. Yeah, it's going to be from 10 to 2, and uh, we were talking yesterday, maybe you can address this a little bit too, about going to your website, South Texas, is it, is it South Texas Blood and Tissues, what is the website? 
that is SouthTexasBlood.org, and you can there actually you go. go and make the. You can actually go and, and register now uh, at SouthTexasBlood.org slash No Burgers, and you can actually uh, schedule your donation there already and get on the list of uh, what time you want to actually make your donation. So that kind of speeds up the process. But there's also some other uh, cool, neat features that we we started here. Where if you on the day of the of the drive, if you want, you can definitely uh, fill out your your questionnaire. And skip that, skip that portion of your of your blood uh, blood donation as well. Um, so you just walk up. They already done my questionnaire, but you got to do it the day of, so uh, you can avoid that portion of, of having to check in, and uh, you'll go straight to screening once you do that. Yeah, and again, that site SouthTexasBlood.org. Thanks, Al. Um, the um, and I, you know we were talking about this first off. How did yesterday go? Did it go well? It went well. Uh, we did. We collected more than we did the previous year, and that's. Wow. And we we're talking about the uh, the big lose drive that happened uh, yesterday. So we collected. Uh, we had seven hundred and sixty nine donations uh, in one day there at Big Lose. So we had a great turnout. Uh, the community came out and supported us. We had people from the Ray Fail um, come out. Uh, we had some few council council members come out. So it was a, a great showing. Uh, big lose. Uh, stepped up and, and uh, the community really supported it and uh, for patients like we had a patient out there who was uh, thanking our donors who was going oh my gosh he, so he was we had patients out there thanking uh, people for what they were doing uh, one of them was a, a gentleman a 19 year old boy who was uh, just received a marrow transplant and was receiving uh, who has received plenty of blood and platelet transfusions and was out there and thanking people. So we had a great turnout, um, heard a lot of stories uh, of people who were uh, who needed blood and now they're able to give back. So uh, it was a great turnout. So thank, okay, thank you to everyone who helped and, and supported the drive. And uh, let, let's do the same thing at Millburgers. If you weren't able to make it up to Big Millburgers, is, is another great place for you to come out and donate as well. Yeah, is it appropriate to talk about the you you brought out the bone marrow the transplant and the and stuff like that? Do you want to talk about the registry? Sure, definitely. Uh, the registry is is a reg- it's a national registry where um, patients and doctors go to search for a somebody who's go, uh, battling a blood disorder, either being leukemia, or lymphoma, and uh, they go to this registry because they have exhausted all the other options of. Uh, finally, they've gone through all the chemo and all the radiation, so they go search this registry for a, a potential uh, to find a, a match, a marrow match or, or a stem cell match um, to, to ultimately save their life to find a cure. And anybody 18 to 44 can register onto this registry. It's simple. Um, all you have to do is uh, when you when you see our, our tables out, go by. Uh, all it takes is, is filling out some, a questionnaire of health and, uh, and doing a cheek swap. Uh, of the inside of your cheek, you, we put on the registry to your 61st birthday, and you never know when that patient, uh, that person that you help, maybe uh, somebody from here or, or nationally, from somewhere from from around the world. So it's a it's a world at the registry that's around the world. So uh, you're on there to your 61st birthday. It's a great way to help out, not only donating blood, but you can also do this uh, as well. So when you donate and you find a, a reg and you get put on the registry, you're you're saving multiple lives. 
talking to Roger Ruiz with the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center. Uh, Roger, we've uh, again, we've got the blood drive coming up next week at Millburgers next Saturday going from 10 to 2. Uh, honestly, they'll stay here. If there are people here at, at 159, if there are people here at 2 o'clock, there's a line. They're going to stay and uh, take those donations. So we encourage you to come. Uh, also, to go to SouthTexasBlood.org uh, and register. Uh, you said that uh, in our interview uh, for the uh, In the Loop, you said that the uh, I was expecting a different answer when I asked you kind of about why people don't give. I was expecting kind of like, oh, they think it's painful or they think it's going to take a lot of time. And you said that no, no, it's it's really that they just they've a lot of people tell you they just haven't been asked. So I'm going to let you do the ask. So yes, this is my ask to the community out there who's listening to us right now. Uh, please come out and donate. That's the number one reason people say they never donate is because they never ever been asked. And I'm asking people right now, please to come out and donate, support the community health, uh, do the good in our community. Uh, if you can't see the good, make the good. Is what I always like to say. That's a quote from one of our patients who. Uh, recently, um, who passed a few years ago, but always had that message. If you can't see the good, make the good, and this is one way you can get back to your community. And uh, I'm asking you, please come out, support these patients. We need our help every day. Thanks, Roger. Thanks for coming on the show. We'll talk to you next Saturday, or somebody will come out. And I'm glad yesterday went well, and good luck tomorrow. And uh, Thank you. yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, thank you. Yes, and we will have a representative out there uh, on, on next weekend at Millburgers to, to go on air with you as, once again. Yeah, and each donation uh, can save three lives, so uh, that the power of your donation is, is tremendous. So we want to encourage you to go to SouthTexasBlood.org, register, or just come on out to Millburgers uh, next Saturday between tw- 10 and noon and uh, donate blood. Thanks again, Roger. You take care. Thank you. You take All right. Thanks. And if you want more information, go to their website or go to millburgernursery.com. Millburgers will give you a $10 gift certificate just for going through the process. And then they've got nice gifts for you from the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center to uh, as a thank you to when you give blood. You notice, And plus, a, uh, we forgot to we'll ask Trace when we come up with the, the grand prize is going to be because everybody that donates will be kind of put into a hat and they'll, they'll get a, a chance to win a bigger prize. That's good. And I didn't... I kept calvin from talking about the uh the goodies at the end of the drive you were very you were very strong not to bring that up i started to ask what what, about the lack of cookies yes (laughs) (laughs) there's cookies they're just not homemade like in the old days Uh, (laughs) all right so what what are they giving uh we're giving a ten dollar guess i should have asked him doggone it why didn't you ask you always give something either T-shirt, yeah. or a gift certificate, to yeah. Restaurant, or yeah, they were doing a T-shirt. Yes, Jerry, Jerry's looking cruising for a Bill Miller. He wants his Bill Miller. I want my uh, Bill Miller yeah. chicken. I'll I'll try to find out online. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Okay, yesterday we were uh, talking about Calvin's article in the in the paper and uh, in which he. Uh, Talks about the different fruit varieties, which uh, I think I think we got a lot of our, or most of our, the majority of our fruit tree in here at Millburgers. Yeah, and, and get them. Uh, the people, some people are saying, well, do they dare plant them now? They sure do. Oh yeah, this it's is good ideal time. time. Good time to plant. And uh, especially on a day like today, where it's clear and uh, 
not too hot. Uh, yesterday, That's an understatement. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, yesterday he's putting we, a, a nice spin on. <laughs> yeah, it is nice for him to see the positive. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's not as hot, not as cool as it could be. I don't. Uh. Yesterday we talked about one of my favorite, black, the blackberries, uh, and Calvin said that his uh, his favorite is uh, Brazos and Kiowa, which uh, Brazos. Uh, it's from Texas A&M, and Kiowa is uh, from the University of Arkansas. Hmm. Came out of their breeding program. But guess what? Guess what's in the in the background of uh, Kiowa? Brazos. Oh, okay. Because Brazos is one of the biggest bears, uh, and and Calvin talked about uh, how big the bears were, but uh, uh, the Kiowa's got that. Big berry, uh, I would say, uh, I'd say almost as large as, as Brazos, but it's it's turned sweeter faster. Oh. Sometimes sometime on Brazos, you have to let it turn turn black, and wait for a while, and then and then harvest it uh, later on. But Kiowa uh, pretty well turns sweet sweet fast. when it's uh, when it's uh, black when turned black and the importance of that can be if you if you're uh, reluctantly sharing with the birds yeah you want to get uh, <laughs> you want to be able to harvest as soon as they're ripe and get them in and i i was uh i would go mention that uh all way you know brazos is ready to harvest is you see the birds in there eating oh the birds don't mind bird will not eat a bitter a oh, bird don't mind thorn, but uh, a bird uh, won't eat a green blackberry. Huh? Really? It's red when it's black. When it's uh, ripe. When it when they're uh, first set on the plant. Oh, okay. And uh, that's the way I uh, saved my blackberries for several years. The kids in the neighborhood saw the blackberries down there. And uh, they were young, and a lot of them turned out to be Aggies, so uh, they would believe anything I told them. Uh-huh. And so they said, can we have some blackberries? I said, yeah, but you have to get them when they're red. Yeah. And they're bitter as quinine when they're red. Oh. They're big-time bitter. So they all rushed down there and started picking and eating red blackberries. And uh, they didn't ask again. They didn't come yeah. back again. Well, they were too busy going to the bathroom. <laughs> but I doubt if they ate enough of those red ones oh, to they, go to the bathroom. Oh, that's right. That's our theory on oh, they're toxicity tough. and things. Yeah. <laughs> Kids and dogs and... Cats are smarter than to keep eating those things. Uh, they should have. They should have picked out, figured out from the name. Blackberries. They're called blackberries. Oh, they shouldn't be blackberries. They're red berries. What if you got red blue bonnets? Uh, <laughs> oh, that's true. Uh, I just checked, and we have uh, only two flats of red. Yeah. Uh, red, maroon, 
and uh, we have about two flats of that old common blue. And uh, we have about four flats. Now, a flat is 16 six-packs of uh, flats. Uh, of that wonderful, unusual, attractive way. Right, yeah. So uh, so they're, they're, they're getting low on the, on the totem pole as far as availability is concerned. And you want to uh, harvest, you want to plant them as soon as possible now. Okay. They won't freeze. All right. Hey, Trace is on the porch with us. What were, we, what were we talking about? Blue bonnets? Blue bonnets. Yeah. All right. So uh, I was informed this morning that we actually planted some red, white, and blue in the uh, butterfly garden. All right. Hey, right. that's a great actually, idea. We're going to actually see it uh, see it happen here. Now, she didn't plant them all together. They're random, but uh, okay. it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, that will be. That's pretty cool. Are you going to go out and rogue them if they have an off color in there? Um, no. <laughs> If there's any any semblances of orange, I will. Uh, oh, oh yeah, okay. I will keep okay. on plugging. I'm telling. Yeah, you. but but don't tell anybody from A and M about this. Call, <laughs> call UT immediately. Otherwise, those, yeah, somebody's going to come with Roundup. Yeah, wouldn't that be funny if an orange showed up in, in the butterfly Man, garden? That would be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, you could. You got the red. Yeah, I guess you can. I, I don't know. I, you no, know? I haven't been able to figure out how to get orange. Okay. Because you got a whole other school that'd be happy to have those. There you go. Hey, Trace, what's going on at the nursery? We talked about the blood drive a little bit. Okay. Uh, so that's next Saturday. Tell us. Oh, uh, we got you, David next Saturday. Yeah, and do you have the uh, prize picked out too for the uh, in the drawing for the? Uh, you know, they get they get the ten dollar gift certificate. Yeah, we're gonna do a hundred dollar gift certificate. A hundred dollar gift certificate is uh, the the grand prize. So if everybody that donates, or just everybody that comes out, everybody who, tr- who tries. tries to donate. Okay, if you go through the process and you get rejected, you get a ten dollar gift certificate and you get entered in the contest. Yes. Very well, cool. That's better than a chicken. You can buy a lot of chicken for a hundred dollars. <laughs> you could. Do I want to know where that came from? <laughs> no, no. That, Jerry is hoping they're also giving. You don't know what the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center is giving us. No, I don't. He's, he's hoping they're doing Bill Miller's again. Ah, okay, now I understand. <laughs> he's going, okay, I just need the certificate. I can get my own Bill Miller. Yeah, my, my son-in-law gives blood all the time, and uh, he gives me the certificate. Well, that's Which, uh, all, that's use, very nice of him. Use immediately. Well, have you ever seen Jerry follows them around whining yeah. until he gets their certificate? Does his son have any blood left? Yeah, yeah I don't know. He has to give every week. Come, yeah, right? <laughs> just, just, hey, you mentioned David's going to be here yes, next he Saturday, is. too. Uh, so we're going to be talking we'll about be, uh, tree, uh, Shade Trees 101. Yeah. Behind me, are the, is the CPS uh, yes. program still going to be in place? It, it, it is uh, so far. Good. So that what we're talking about is you get a $50 rebate for each shade tree that you plant according to some pretty simple specifications. Uh, CPS is interested in having you reduce your uh, electrical bill by planting uh, shade trees in the appropriate place and, and the appropriate varieties. And I did get in a few of them this week in the five-gallon size, which is the, the smallest size that they will allow for the rebate. So I don't have the whole list in five gallon, but I do have a, a good chunk of it. Oh, good. That's cool. Yeah, There's that's a five, lot of flexibility. Yeah, that five gallon is something that they, they actually, people can bid dig a hole for. Sure, maybe they, they actually can make money 
with their oh, yeah. five gallon or uh, you know or plant the tree for virtually nothing, no price because yeah, uh, and a five gallon yeah. is a good size. Yeah, CPS plant. will give them a fifty dollars credit on their bill, and I think the trees are uh, they're under fifty dollars on the five gallon. So. Oh, good! Wow, very cool. Have you, a, have you got your fruit tree, all your fruit trees in yet? There's a couple missing, but 90-something 90, 90 percent in. Okay, good. Yeah, we, Calvin got a good article in yesterday's paper. Uh, and, and not necessarily fruit, but we did get some more uh, uh, lemons in yesterday, uh, this past week. Oh, good. We were on the... Is that, the is that road still is accurate? <laughs> yes. Okay, 20 percent off those fruit trees in the five-gallon <laughs> container. The roses come in in February, right? Um, all right, so it depends on weather, but probably uh, the first or second week in March. Oh, for, in March. For the fancy roses. Okay. Uh, this week there should be, mm-hmm. uh, if I remember correctly, some knockouts and drift roses coming. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Uh, next, next week I, I found some grandma. I, I apparently booked some grandma's yellow. That Good for you, remember. Trace. So I booked 150, and I told them to ship 25. So <laughs> I'll, I'll, have, uh, I'll have grandma's yellow in hopefully later in the week. You'll be the only source of those. Uh, that's the or plan. In town. <laughs> You didn't order all they had, I hope. Well, I booked 150, uh, <laughs> so they're growing. I don't know how many more than that they're growing. Okay. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so that's that's great because Grandma Jella is a, is a good rose, and it's... Uh, it's doing well right now. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to take a picture of it. That my, Maybe my garden's just weird because my, between my VIP petunia blooming... Well, I got a picture of that. I'll have to show you. <laughs> and the Grandma's Yellow. You looked surprised when I told you the Grandma's Yellow was blooming. Yeah, uh, so sometimes they have a sparse bloom oh, around was, Christmas. Yeah, this, Christmas. Was a, this was kind of a Christmas. <laughs> but uh, that that uh, that uh, p- several large producers of, of Grandma's Yellow are Nacogdoches, as Greg Grant likes to call it, and they, as they sell it as a rose emporium. And Nacogdoches. Oh, okay. I think Greg had some influence. In he that. had, him. but uh, uh, they're they're they don't produce a lot. Not like the commercial growers used to do. Uh, when we did the promotion, it, it's let's see, that's a Texas. Is that a Texas? Uh, I'm pretty sure it was a while back. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it still is. Then. But. Uh, we had a local nurse, nursery grower. They they waited. Uh, they had 500 plants on the ground before they would even promote it. And that's well, you almost got to because yeah, yeah, I might buy 500 by myself. That's right. Uh, speaking of roses, I remember. <laughs> uh, didn't didn't Wolf, Mister Wester, get them in in February? He got them in uh, the first part of January. Oh uh, yeah, they got them in early and they, bare, bare root, and then uh, we'd have teams up. of guys out there potting <laughs> them up at Ruiz. Yep, but uh, as soon as we got them in, we'd we'd start with them on sale, different varieties. So, uh, but I remember one time <laughs> that they they of course they bloomed out. They started budding out and bloomed out, and we had a late freeze in February. Do you remember that? You were probably a oh, manager, I, nurse. I, 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 I recall a freeze in second week of April that yeah. was uh, more disastrous than that one. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a little late in the... Yes, it was. So yeah. that, that's uh, 
dangerous to get the roses in early. I think you're a wise man to wait till till March. And so, uh, what else is coming in? What else is happening? Well, I yeah. actually had a customer ask me this past week about tomato plants. Okay. Uh-oh. Now he was joking. Oh. But my answer wasn't. <laughs> so, um, assuming all happens the way it's supposed to, I'm going to have some six-pack tomato plants this week. Okay. Uh, three varieties. Oh, good. Celebrity, tycoon, and one that will not be named. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unless Jerry says so. Well, the rodeo tomato. Okay. okay. All right. There we go. We won't Maybe we'll make David Rodriguez say it next week. There we go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Man, yeah. Beat we'll it get, out we'll of We'll get you. David. Okay. Well, don't don't tell David. <laughs> no, no. Okay. So, so it's just going to be called the rodeo tomato for right yeah. now. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty cool. Is it, <laughs> and then, uh, so they can get those as early as Wednesday, you think, or Thursday? I, I would hope Tuesday, but it's okay. Gonna, we're at the mercy of the growing operation. Sure. And, and there wasn't many, so I just got one flat of Celebrity, one flat of Tycoon, and one flat of Rodeo. Rodeo, yeah. Ooh, but a Tycoon too, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's good. Let's remind everybody. Yeah, and Tycoon again. ought to be named Phoenix. It, it's, <laughs> right, keep it coming back. Yeah, it keeps it's risen from the dead. Uh, if you get these tomatoes early, you've got to take precautions. Uh, pot them up or keep them in yeah. the greenhouse. Or De- definitely pot them up and, and keep them out of this cold wind. Yeah, and y'all, y'all sell the potting mix and you sell pots, don't you? We sell tons of pots. Mm-hmm. We got plastic pots. We got clay pots. We got ceramic <laughs> pots. Well, I'm talking about the black plastic. We, we got them. Yeah. And in the right size. In the gallons or five well, we, gallons? We've got one gallon, three gallon, and 25 gallons. Oh, and, Lord. And the 25s are basically like a whis- half whiskey barrel size. Yeah, yeah. And those are only nine ninety nine. Is that right? Yeah. Now, three, the three-gallon is a good, a good, a good size for uh For a tomato. Tomato, yeah. To, to yeah. A month and a half, two months yeah. worth of growth on it. Yep, I agree. And I think the potting mix is on sale, isn't it? Uh, Gardner's, uh, no, it's uh, compost on sale right now. Compost, oh, yeah. compost, okay. Yeah, Nature's Creation Organic Compost, 688 in the uh, 1.5 cubic foot bag. And people are already starting to compost their, their grass. Oh, good. So uh, that worked out well. Yeah, and uh, houseplants, too. A lot too. of interest on the houseplants. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I we have a lot of that. people walking wow. out with them yesterday. So that cinnamon tree came in. Oh, good. So I, I, I wanted to mention it yesterday, and then I forgot about it. But, yeah. Uh, so uh, we got two of them in, and they, they're uh, much more reasonably priced than I thought. I think they were $160, $169.99, something like that, for a cinnamon tree. Now, my assumption is it's a tropical. Okay. Uh, I haven't done my, my uh, reading on it yet, but it, according to Peter, it is the tree that that sloughs off a of bark that's what, cinnamon. Huh. Wow. <laughs> that's pretty neat. But that's not... That's Is that a house plant? Here it would be because oh, it's it tropical. Be. Okay. So it okay. is, yeah. it is you 20%. You got a real... Oh, really? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so that's 20% off. So all house plants? All house plants. Wow. Four inch and larger. Okay, okay. So there's there's some baby is. ones in oh, there. Oh, four not. inch pots to specimen size. I see. Okay, now I read them right. Cinnamon works best if you've got a, a house that's got a 35 foot roof. Yeah, right. Ceiling. <laughs> there's a few of those around. <clears throat> but, but that'd be cool. Uh, you got Diefenbachia? 
Yes. Yeah, sure. it's, it's the only house plant I know by name. Uh. <laughs> like, there was corn plant, people like that for... That's a generic name for a, a type of Dracaena, but yes. Okay, okay. I'm just checking. That's great. As they're on sale. Yep, 20% off. Cool. Hey, Trace, we got to take a break. Anything else real quick? Are you still uh, getting trees, Christmas trees? I oh, saw yeah. one come in yesterday. Yeah, so we're, we're still taking them, and we're not handing out the, the coupons anymore, but we're oh, still, okay. we'll still taking them oh, off Oh, okay. What are these uh, fruit-like tree, fruit trees over there? Um, Those are uh, uh, ornamental pear trees that are fixing to go into bloom, so we put them up front. Oh, cool. And you've sold a lot of that alyssum. That yeah, right it, was there. A, it was a half a, half yeah. a, ta- a whole table last weekend. And oh wow, to, really? I used to. to I, I like to. I like to walk by there on the way to <laughs> way to the radio to smell enjoy the beautiful fragrance. Well, the butterflies really like the alyssum. Too. Oh, do they? Is it in the butterfly garden? Um, yes. y- usually, okay. yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure she okay. put it in. The butterflies are dead. No, oh, they yeah. are. Why are they dead? <laughs> it's winter. No. No, that's the thing about San Antonio. <laughs> You've got butterflies flying 12 months out of the year. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there. And that's why the, that uh, apparatus that Milberters has, it has all those different uh, yeah, the nooks and crannies. Yeah. How's yours working? Is it, have you got any visitors I haven't yet? Seen, I haven't seen that I've gotten any yet. Okay, we're still thinking about it. They're in the nook and cranny. Yeah, you can't see in there. <laughs> you need a pollinator cam. <laughs> all right. the, the, bee, the bees aren't flying much, but uh, yeah, some, right. some of the butterflies are. Al's telling me we got to take a break. So 210-308-8867. Yeah, Trace, we need you to come up and maybe uh, this today if you have time or maybe next Saturday. We'll talk about all the stuff, the birdhouses, the pollinator stuff okay. as well. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. You know, Millburgers work so hard to make sure that you have a great gardening experience. That's why they have the free adult gardening classes. And there's actually two this month, last week's and the one coming up on January 25th. And this one is going to be on planting shade trees. David Rodriguez will be a part of it. And like I said, last one was very, very popular. So I want to make sure you mark it on your calendar and plan to be over at Millburgers to enjoy this great workshop on planting shade trees and maintaining them. It's from 10 to 11.30 and it's absolutely free. Go to MillburgerNursery.com to learn more about that. And then if you can, that same day, it's Millburgers Quarterly Blood Drive from 10 to 2. Blood is in critical short supply and we need your help. So come on out and donate blood. Millburgers will give you a $10 gift certificate just for going through the process. Learn more at MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Before we go to Candy on the line, in just a second, I want to make sure I tell you about Spider-Man Pest Control. The weather's been really weird, and uh, Warren Remy at Spider-Man Pest Control says that they're seeing insects, and you may be seeing them too. Uh, People are calling in with complaints about insects that normally this time of year they wouldn't worry about. So if it's bugging you, or if just you want to get a pest control company that you know you can count on time and time again to uh, keep your house uh, 
pest-free. Or, you know, this always happens. Everything's going great, and then all of a sudden you see uh, that one thing in the yard that you don't want, uh, like scale, like Calvin was talking about, that can help you with that. Or you see ticks or something else. Or you start seeing roaches or something. Something has changed. But you know, one call to Spider-Man Pest Control, and they're going to take care of it and uh, keep it out of your home. Uh, give them a call. You'll like Warren Remy. You'll like Marilyn and the gang over there at Spider-Man Pest Control. 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. And go online and learn all the things they do at Spider-Man Termite Pest Control. Go SpiderManPest.com. Go SpiderManPest.com. Candy, Thank you so much for waiting. Uh, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How can we help you today? Okay, I have two questions for you. In my neighborhood, people are growing, uh, or I pass bushes that are just full of lemon. And now I want to get myself, I've read up on it, Meyer lemon, but I don't know if it's a bush or a tree, and I want to know if Millburgers has those and if this is the time to plant. And number two, um, when I'm out walking, I notice people have these olive trees, not right now, but they have flowers on them in the spring that smells so good. So I wanted to know if Millburgers has this, the sweet-smelling flower olive tree in bloom in the spring. And Next if I can all. plant that now in San Antonio. Is it a white bloom on the olive? It's a little flower that's blooming on the tree that smells so sweet. Like a perfume when you're walking by it. What color flower? I believe it's white. It's a small the, white flower. Just uh, this, when you say small, is that uh, fifty cent like, piece size or bigger? Yeah, a, a, a fifty cent or smaller. Hmm. I don't walk up in uh, people's yards, but that's what it is. It's a. Yeah. They call it a flowering olive tree. I don't care about uh, olives. I care less about where? olives. Where, where, where do you live? Are you in Hollywood Park? No, I live in Castle Hills, old, old Castle Hills. Okay. Yeah, we were thinking it was Mexican, Mexican olive. And it is fragrant now? Oh, to tell you the truth, I'm just remembering it from last spring. It's too cold for me to go out right now, but I'm rem- that smell that you get when you walk by is just incredible. Hmm. That's not Mexican olive. That's, no, that's what not, we were thinking. That might be it. They've got a light fragrance, but not. And not and you say you you detected the fragrance in when? What month? Well, in the spring, in springtime, spring and summer. In the springtime. Yeah. Hmm. Not sure what that is. Uh, yeah. What what was the first what was the first question uh, about? I was asking about the Meyer lemons. Is that a tree or a bush? Someone in my neighborhood has a lemon, it's shaped like a bush, and it is full of lemons that are like three inches long and maybe three inches around. Yeah, that's probably Meyer. Yeah. Yeah, my, we, mo- most of us grow Meyer lemons in a container, so they don't, they, get, oh, they only get to be about, uh, oh, four foot tall and three foot around, and so they oh, look no, like this, a... No, this one is maybe... Six to eight feet tall, and it's probably five feet around. Like I say, I'm in a very old neighborhood where the houses are probably fifty and sixty years old. Is it in the ground? Yes, it's in the ground. It hadn't lost okay, any yeah. leaves, and the fruit that... is just hanging on the bottom branches. It looks like they've already picked off the top, and I didn't even know if you could eat that stuff. 
Well, I if you Linden, you sure can. Yeah. yeah, okay. It's, it's not. It's not a. It's not a grapefruit or anything, is it? No, but definitely lemon. Okay. Well, if if it's a Meyer lemon, that if it's grown in the ground, I guess it could be that that large. Okay. Okay. And how long does it take a lemon bush or tree to produce fruit? Man, those those Meyer lemons are ready for first year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now you got to plant it in a sunny location. Right, right. I've got a spot for that, and I've also okay. the olive tree doesn't that have to have like morning sun and shade in the afternoon or no? Or can it take full sun? I don't think you're okay. describing an olive tree. Oh, okay. Well, that's what the people who own the house told me. It was an olive tree, but maybe they don't know. <laughs> <laughs> can you, can you send me a picture? Matt, Matt's I, well, a actually, I'm going to drive by there in just a minute, and I might break off a branch. And <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 be careful. Is it, oh, is, it an, is, it is it an evergreen tree? Yes, yes, it is an evergreen. Uh-huh. Oh, now they're shaking their heads. <laughs> That's fitting uh, Mexican olive. Mexican olive, yeah. Which is what we originally thought, but I but never. I've never seen I've never seen olives on this tree. I've only seen the flowers. No, yeah, no. the the olives are a little green. You don't see them very long. They look like olives okay. shortly, but they fall on the ground and decompose pretty quickly. Okay. I'm I, I'm I'm kind of like Jerry. I'm. I'm still still thinking it might be Mexican olive. They're really showy. Yeah, but uh-huh. they, especially at this yeah. time of the year. Yeah, but maybe Jerry and I just don't have the same uh, yeah. sensitive nose. You do. Oh, I've been, I've been all around those. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, they used to have one down at uh, Schussgard. Yeah, the okay, big, well, I'm big gonna, one, I'm gonna a turn, big tree. I'm gonna turn my car. I got a pretty big turn. one right outside my window. Hey, they're, they're talking to each other. Hang on a second. <laughs> okay. What's that now? Okay. No, you're okay. And uh, okay. and. I never noticed the fragrance. I think Candy's huh. going to figure out. Can Can you get us one here real quick? You know what? I'm going to turn my car around right now because I know a house that has this exact tree. And I'm going to go buy it, take a picture of it, then I'll come see y'all later. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. We're here until 2, and then the nursery, somebody can help you here, too. See if you get a picture sure. of the flower yeah. or does it bloom in the spring. And you okay. could you could email it to me too once you get it, just Milton at okay. klup dot com, and I'll show the guys. But we'll see you when you get here. Okay, okay, be careful day, turning around. Bye. Yeah, be careful <laughs> turning around, and be careful trimming. All. Oh, you're just going to take the picture. That's right. Yeah, yeah I'm okay. going to take a picture. I won't I won't take the limb at night until nightfall. Bye. Mm-hmm. Okay, bye bye, Candy. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Did you say how big the tree was? A bush? Oh, I don't remember. Oh, okay. We'll wait till she gets here with the picture. Yeah, that'll be good. It sounded like it was pretty big. Yeah, they they get pretty big if they freeze down periodically. But you say, I wonder if, well, this would be a good call for our listeners, too, if they think it's something else or if there's a fragrant fragrant olive. Is that what we're, okay. (laughs) No. All right. If there's a fragrant something that looks like an olive. Well, uh, Night Blooming Jasmine doesn't look like an olive. Okay. And it's evergreen. Really uh, the, the tree is evergreen, she said. Yeah. It has leaves all winter. Hmm. You know, uh, it'll be yeah. interesting to see what it is when she brings that, it back. Uh, you know, I, I casually mentioned that uh, tree honeysuckle. 
Oh yeah, that was yeah. over in Hollywood Park. Yeah, you were talking about that. And that, but that blooms in. Uh, sometimes it just blooms at this time of the year, or it's fragrant at this time of the year. It's the first fragrance that uh, appears on the scene. Oh, oh. So that's why I asked her, when did she smell it? And I'm not sure, yeah, because she said it sounded like it wasn't in bloom just yet. Yeah, right. Well, that's uh, a lot of times you uh, get, a, get the, the timing wrong or the yeah. the description wrong, especially if the tree is hasn't bloomed since last spring or thing. Yeah. So that, that, that will be I'll be, be curious to see what it is. Yeah. But we, we've got uh, Mexican olive here. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, I, I, I know it. It's down, uh, it's down the hill, like oh. we walk to the back. That's nice and fragrant. On the huh? left. <laughs> you smell it when you walk up? No, it's no. not fragrant. No, I know. I'm teasing but, uh, you said that before. I, I see it. Uh, those things have been fairly rare on the market. Oh, really? Hard to find. Well, the only way you used to get them was at, at the native plant sales. In, yeah. Uh, or Flea the, market. Yeah. Botanical gardens or something. <laughs> I mean, I was impressed with that tree when I first got here, uh, especially down around uh, Crystal City and in that area. And they were those beautiful white blooms uh, in the winter right now. Yeah, I got some blooms on mine. Yeah. Oh, uh, did she say what color they were? White. Yeah. White. Okay. White. Okay. But she she described them as smaller than Kevin and I thinking. That. Oh, huh. We'll have to ask Trace too, but yeah, I'll, I'll watch my email and see if we get a picture. Well, and some maybe somebody from the audience will get. Yeah, I bet heard, the, heard something that uh, that triggered something. Gives them a hint. Yeah. Very cool. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Before we start something new, okay. Let's take a quick break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM. The answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. You know, Millburgers work so hard to make sure that you have a great gardening experience. That's why they have the free adult gardening classes. And there's actually two this month, last week's and the one coming up on January 25th. And this one is going to be on planting shade trees. David Rodriguez will be a part of it. And like I said, last one was very, very popular. So I want to make sure you mark it on your calendar and plan to be over at Millburgers burgers to enjoy this great workshop on planting shade trees and maintaining them. It's from 10 to 11:30 and it's absolutely free. Go to millburgernursery.com to learn more about that. And then if you can that same day it's Millburgers quarterly blood drive from 10 to 2. Blood is in critical short supply and we need your help. So come on out and donate blood. Millburgers will give you a $10 gift certificate just for going through the process. Learn more at millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Hey, uh, when you get a chance, if you've got a deck or a patio that's not looking how uh, good you want it to look or how you remember when you first got it, go to deckandpatiocare.com. It's by Barry Hagendorf, and this is his business here in San Antonio. He's uh, been starting this, and uh, gosh, since 1985 now, so... 
1985 didn't seem that long ago, but boy, when you start doing the math. Um, but yeah, Barry is what I call a deck and patio geek. He knows how to, to help restore them. He knows how to keep them looking good. He knows how to use stains that last a long time. Uh, he's uh, concocted some of his own things. Uh, so uh, if you're looking for somebody to help you take care of that and make it look great, just like that you envisioned it would when you got it, uh, deck and patio care is the place to call 210-822-9147, 210-822-9147. I've worked with Barry Gosh uh, since the mid-90s and know his passion for his business and helping people. And if you talk to people that work with Barry, uh, they'll tell you the same thing, 210-822-9147. Or it's easy to remember, Deck and Patio Care. And, of course, it's deckandpatiocare.com, deckandpatiocare.com. Can he repair burned holes in the patio? <laughs> in other words, if you... How if did you, you get burned holes if in you the set, patio? If you set uh, your oh. patio on fire. If your chimenea is a little close yeah, to that? Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Calvin D. Uh, <laughs> he and Paul Cox tried to I burn know. Calvin's... Uh, <laughs> Patio all down one day. It's asking a lot to restore uh, burnt wood, but if anybody could do it, Barry could help you with that. But it made a quite a a uh, scene to watch from inside the patio. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> I, I'm kind of picturing the aha moment when you went from, oh man, that fire is really burning. Uh, kind of a nice, pleasant thing to. Wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> uh, my brother-in-law is is here visiting, but he denies. That he was part of the crew. Oh. oh. My wife, Judy, re- remi- reminded him of the story. <laughs> name. That's funny. He did remembered you? Paul. He just didn't remember Chimenea. <laughs> did, did you have to replace the wood? Uh, planks under there? Well, yeah, but it wasn't well, wasn't special. But we eventually have replaced the, the yeah. wood, wood in the whole patio, yeah. Oh, so but on not, the old patio? Yeah, it was uh, not. I mean, it was not a huge. Oh yeah. yeah but we, and we have lots of flower pots and chimneys. And oh okay. To, to oh, cover, okay. Cover little, little burn marks. Yeah. <laughs> but it made for a great story. Yeah. And, and was there that aha moment that you went from? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, when, I can't remember who made the statement. Yeah. It looks. It looks. I think maybe it was Paul. Those chimeneas are amazing. It really looks like the fire is out there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the master of understatement. Yeah, that's funny. All right, 210-308-8867. Give us a call and be a part of today's show. Trace didn't talk about the giant cabbage and other stuff. What is it? Cabbage, kale? Yeah. Yeah, that they have, too. That's really cool. Chard. Is I that what it is? It's I think pretty. they sold the spinach. They oh, have spinach really? in a okay. gallon, too. And but uh, uh, imagine somebody just bought it, took it home, and ate it. Yeah, maybe so. And then uh, let it grow back. Um, so I bought, what, what should my broccoli be doing now? Be should this be making heads. Okay. It's just growing big. That's good. Okay, so just you must have fertilized it, Milton. Yeah, it, it seemed. Yeah, we did. We use it's in a container, so we use it full sun. Copious amount. Okay. Uh, well, it, it, yeah, it should be. It's, it's in it, mostly sun. But you haven't seen any heads yet. No, not yet. It's it's nice and leafy. That's good. Okay, we'll see what and happens. You got it here. You yeah, got, got green, it here. Green. It's, yeah, I think I got the green. No, green. the green magic. Yeah, yeah, green okay. magic. 
but it's, be patient. It's it'll, a pretty plant. It, yeah, it'll bloom. It'll have a head on it. And it's kind of forgiving too. Yeah. For yeah, me, well, what I, does that mean? That means it wilted. Yeah, it wasn't always watered as as well as it could have been. Yeah. Oh no, Calvin's grimacing. You can't see that but on the. the now, uh, you how you how you gonna know how big to let the head get? I don't know how long, how I, if you put a, put a lot of fertilizer on it, the head can get bigger than the dinner plate. Oh my gosh! But the, I don't the, think I want the big heads because yeah. don't they get kind of no? They don't get bitter no. or. They're oh, but good. They, they get it. Oh, they the get harder better? in the winter. You have to store them. So. Oh. But I always kind of think of the wait till it's a reasonable size and a size that you're comfortable using. Just use it. Because okay. if you got if you got enough broccoli, you'll be in the state I'm in now, where I'm kind of overwhelmed with broccoli. <laughs> oh wow, that's cool. You know, first few are yeah. treasure treasures, and then <laughs> you, just, you just can't. You can't always keep up to the production. Is this like the uh, the the VHN nine forty six where it's like, oh, we got nine sixty eight, nine sixty eight. Oh, we got tomatoes, yeah. yay! Uh, and then about two months into picking tomatoes, oh, there's more tomatoes. <laughs> when will this thing quit? Um, what were the side shoots that you said that Judy liked? Oh, they the the head. The first head is the dinner plate thing. Yeah. yeah. And then after you harvest that, um, these new, this new, this, these varieties produce these little side shoots. So the heads are only tennis ball size. Yeah. Oh. They're my, and they're uh, easier to use for some kind of recipes and yeah. eating. And does she and notice? A, and after you harvest those, there are there you more get sim- smaller ones. Oh. And they, the, the, a lot of people like those roasted greens uh yeah. broccoli i don't know it's not they, my favorite but i think they use those in uh chinese food oh really you know stir fry okay huh so uh well, yeah that broccoli is a good thing at this time of the year too. and do you notice a difference between your broccoli and store-bought broccoli is there a good, a big taste difference? Like people say with tomatoes, the homegrown tomatoes are. Yeah, I think I there is. is oh, it, I don't. Yeah, I don't think there's as much difference as tomatoes. Okay. Yeah. Right. But, but there is a difference. Yeah. I, I, the my fondest memory of broccoli is uh, to get go out and cut some out of the garden for uh, for supper. Uh-huh. You know, to have to have a meal out of, or or for the uh, uh, little tasting plate. Yeah, and right. Dips. Ooh, yeah, that's very good. And those side shoots are really good too. But of course, you can know, you can break up the big, the big yeah, heads break up too. the big ones. Okay. But my my family always used, uh, topped them off with Velveeta cheese. Hmm. And then my daughter has figured uh, claims. That Velveeta cheese is not is not good for you. It was damn good when I was eating it. I don't know. Yeah, the, uh-huh. the, the, the difference between good for you and good tasting, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, mm. now she puts butter on it. Oh, the butter's good. Well, couldn't she just not put, as good as Velveeta cheese? She couldn't put real cheese. Uh, we never have tried real cheese. Oh, you ought to try cheddar or something. That okay. Yeah, I like Velveeta. We'll try some. We'll try some. Laura is a big broccoli person. We'll you try. can't beat Velveeta. 
No, but she's right. It's not. It's. I think it's mostly oil, and I don't know. Yeah, it tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> I just okay. like. I just like boiled broccoli. It's yeah. Oh, I like. I like. I'm a steamed broccoli person. Yeah, that's good too. I like it. Like, it's yeah. nice and crisp and fresh tasting. Yeah. Uh, and you don't and have to worry about it freezing. All right. Until it fly. Until it puts on a head. Oh, and then you get the dinner it? plate. Okay. Then if it's going to get below 30, you go out and cut it. Harvest. Oh, okay. You harvest it. Yeah, we'll have to look at the weather. Let me look at the weather again. I'll give it to you after the news. But uh... but anyway, the, uh, can I get, let's see. Yeah, we got a couple minutes. Do you want to talk about okay, that uh, or you, you want to talk about, okay. Getting back to Calvin's article, uh, he also talks about uh, kefir, I mean uh, pears. And uh, talks about the resistant varieties that we've recommended for years and years, which uh, in, in, include uh, kefir, orient, and leconte. And then uh, now there's a, one of those fanics is on the market now, is it locally? Uh, yeah. Fan, oh, fan crisp. I mean, fan steel. Yeah, fan steel. If you can find it. Uh, did we? Do we have it here at Milburn's? No. Oh. Uh, we have the peach, the Fanic peach. Okay, that's what I was uh, But I was looking through the pears that we have here, and they've got some interesting pears in here. Uh, you want to come up and contribute to the pear? Acres, Acres Home. Oh, we have a minute now. Is one. <laughs> and uh, what really got my attention was Florida Home. It's a low chill peach, plum or I mean pear. I mean low 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 pear. Four hundred hours chilling, and it's the smallest pear tree. That's what's written in the description. Hmm. Fifteen to twenty feet. So it's fitting almost everybody's yard. Yeah. So you might want to give that a try. I never ever heard of it. Florida what? Florida home. Okay. Oh, Trace, we need your help after the uh, after the break. We we'll, we'll see if she emailed us a picture. We got we had an olive question. Okay. Okay. So 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. We got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 in Road. Dr. Finch, Dr. Parsons, I'm Milton Glick. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 930 AM, The Answer. We're back with Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. I promise we take a look at the weather forecast according to weather.gov. Today, sunny, high near 58, and it says it's 58 now, so this is it. Uh, partly cloudy with a low around 35 tonight. Uh, winds out of the north at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Uh, Martin Luther King Day, Monday, sunny, high near 58. So this is what it's going to be like tomorrow, although it sounds like it's less breezy. Uh, and uh, cloudy tomorrow, a low around 40. Tuesday, the chance of rain sneaks in. And then, uh, I don't know, I'm scared to, like I'll jinx it, 20% chance of showers. 
on uh, afternoon. Mostly cloudy, high near 55, 59. And then Tuesday night, showers likely cloudy with a low around 47. East-southeast winds, chance of precipitation 70%. Ah! Yeah. Showers likely on Wednesday, chance of rain 70%. Whoa! Chance of rain Wednesday night, 60%. Chance of rain Thursday, 40%. Uh Uh-oh. And chance of rain Thursday night down to 20%. And then Saturday for David. Oh, this will be nice. Uh, sunny with a high near 63 for David in the blood drive. So Good. So you're saying it's going to rain? I'm saying according point. to weather.gov, yeah, it's a good chance of rain. Um, uh, Wednesday, Wednesday and Thursday? It uh, starts Tuesday night. Tuesday night, chance of rain 70%. Sometimes it tells you when. There was there was one of those days that's supposed to get a little nippy too at night. Uh, well, tonight's going to be a little on the nippy side, around thirty-five. Uh, the lows Monday night 40, 47 Tuesday uh, fifty-three, and then uh, yeah, you see what yours says. Yeah, tonight's really the coldest night of the week. Um, so all right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Let's see if I got an email. From the woman with the picture on it, but uh, we needed a, uh, a a suggestion on what this might be. She went through her neighborhood, a beautiful, fragrant evergreen, evergreen with white blooms, sweet olive. Okay, that's what she thought too. Fragrant, <laughs> uh, is, fragrant. The sweet olive evergreen. Normally. Okay. 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 Good. Well then. Well, let's select your picture. Yeah, well, she's going to bring some in. She's okay. going to bring a picture in. But yeah, so you see a sweet olive. That's my that's my guess from that description. And do we carry sweet olive? Uh, yes and no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> when I can get it, uh, do we have it. Oh, good. Okay. I know so, that sounds funny, but uh, sometimes it's available, sometimes it's not. Because it's not a real commonly planted plant. Great and time to point out. How is how's it used? Most people grow it as a, a hedge. And. Uh, so you wouldn't have it as a specimen plant? Well, it could be, sure. Yeah, the uh, the homeowners that owned the tree said that it was an olive. Yeah, said it was olive. So that that would fit to sweet olive, I guess. The leaf looks different. She said she she said it. Uh, <laughs> she said it was fragrant in the spring, didn't she? Cause yeah. I, yeah, she said. I, I was thinking she might have some of that uh, winter honeysuckle. White, but uh, but yeah, white blooms smaller than a half dollar. Yeah, it wasn't. We were trying. We were well, thinking it might have been Mexican Mexican olive. Oh, all sweet olive blooms are tiny. Wow, it sounded more and more like that then. They're in clusters, uh, but they're they're very potent for the size of the flower. Oh yeah. Okay. Sure sounds like it then. Yeah. Now the. Um, and we'll use this as an opportunity to bring out Milberger's wish list. Yes. This would be a perfect plan for that. It would be. So how does that work? What is it? All right. So when when we don't have what somebody is wanting, right. uh, we always try to uh, accommodate. And this time of year, it's a little easier to accommodate than, say, during the summer when we're not ordering as much. But we, we actively search for that plant. Now, we can't just buy one of something. So it's you know it's got to be... Something that we can sell the, the balance of. So, uh, but we do. Uh, we take people's names and phone numbers, and they, they can call with this too. By the way. We oh, take, good. We, we take their names and numbers. I'll give you the number in a second. And you know, we ask for the size of plant and how many, 
and we do uh, actively look for that plant. And we do have a young lady who's fairly thorough about going through the list weekly Good. to see if we've gotten anything that's on that list in. And I, I always look at it every uh, Sunday morning before I start placing the, the order. Okay. Uh, that number to call, 210-497-3760, 210-497-3760 to uh, get a plant on a wish list. Or just call in and say, do you have this? Or if you're looking for sweet olive, we've been talking about it, so you could call in and uh, and have it put on the the, uh, the wish list. And so when it comes out and they can get it, if we get enough people, yeah, that would it'd be great. Is it Sunday when you make your order? Or is that when you assemble it? I start ordering oh. Sunday morning. And I don't think I ever really finish because it's a it's an evolving uh, wheel, especially as we get busier and busier. So you would just a computer, you'd send a. Well, I get availabilities from the growing operations, uh-huh. and I can't see anything more than seven days out. So uh, all I can see is what they have available right then and there, and uh, and we go from that, and we pick what pick and choose what we're going to be bringing in that week from that list or those lists. But so you you don't have. Wholesalers don't have people that communicate with you on Sundays, do they? I get I get emails and faxes of what's going to be available for the the week. Yeah, it's, it's unusual. I didn't realize that. I thought it was all during the week kind of communications. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, like Peterson is a prime example. Um, I sent my order over first thing this morning, so uh, you know they faxed us earlier, and we. You know, it's uh, huh. every every one of them operates a little bit different, but in general, uh, Sundays and Mondays is when everything gets placed, and they start showing up Tuesday through Friday. Cool. They don't have any blue bonnets on sale, do they? They had red blue bonnets. So I bought a flat. Had red? Yeah, there's still red out there. Though. Yeah, two flats. Hey, Jerry was saying the red and the blue, and the white was there's a lot of white left. Yeah, but, but there is one more flat of red coming. Oh, good. Okay, good. Um, as we mentioned earlier, we we wanted to we wanted to experiment too. So we planted yeah. some red, white, and blue uh, blue bonnets in our uh, certified butterfly garden. We should put them in a container too. <laughs> well, because I keep saying how good they look in a container when they're all blooming together. Yeah, well, that's, uh, that that experiment's happening at your house. Okay, and then I'll, you make, take, I'll make that take a picture of it. Okay, I'll take a picture and I'll, I'll send it to you on Facebook. At A and M. Uh, for three or four years, they've been putting uh, the uh, maroon, red maroon, in uh, pots. And uh, this year, this year and last year, I had them put some whites in there in the pots. And the A and M Club over there uh, pot them up at this time of the year, and uh, and leave them outside. And uh, sell them in the spring. Oh, and they okay. sell every one of them. Oh, I bet they sell every one of them. Very cool. So they do well in a container. Well, yeah, it, it only makes sense to have maroon and white. Right. Yeah. Together. Yeah, absolutely. So that's uh, why we gave them white. We got half of it. Uh-huh. Yeah, we got the white. <laughs> the white. We're already just need to work on the orange. The, the priority isn't there for the orange yet. No, <laughs> I think I think they're secretly. We're they're, we're going to come up with it though. That they're secretly <laughs> taking that off the market and sneaking over to the UT campus and planting the maroons. Yes, that was actually a story. I've heard that, yes. Yeah, I'll, I don't think they could actually prove that they were planted there, but uh, 
Anyway, 210-308-8867. Trace, what other questions are you getting in? It's always interesting to see what you get at the It's Thursday. been a lot of weed questions. This, uh, this they, were, they were talking about weeds uh, yesterday. Pre, pre-emergence, uh, different post-emergence, what will work now, what won't work now, because it's pretty nippy out, so not all the, not all the post-emergence will work yet. We were talking about the bed straw showing up. Just, you know, kind of the preliminary, every little nook and cranny. Yeah. And 10 days from now, it'll be <laughs> thrown in every direction. The prominent one this week was uh, oxalis. Oh, good. I'd, yeah. say, I'd say 50% of the weed problems were oxalis. No, the clover. They don't think most people call it clover, oxalis? <laughs> sure, but... <laughs> I had, that, I had a question like that out. from the coast. That was the labels uh, all between all dollar solid. dollar plant and clover. They said, "I said, I don't think it's clover." It's I noticed. Nice. I noticed my bed straw this year in the front yard. I just noticed it last week. Uh, is in a different place than it was last year. Uh, I guess the seed. Washed over there, got over there, hmm. but uh, last year the the uh, bed straw came up around around the edges of the lawn, where where the lawn had kind of thinned out. Yeah, and this year it's uh, over there by my uh, uh, oak sprouts, huh. uh, right there by the oak sprouts. So I I don't know what's going on, but. Uh, that weed-free zone, uh, this is too cold for weed-free zone, isn't it? Well, it's, uh, the minimum temperature is 40, so uh, oh, okay. I, I think I think we're okay because we're only talking a few hours below that. It, it's probably going to work slower, Yeah, but it should still work. Yeah. It took it took care of that bed straw. Oh, really? Wow. Weed-free zone, dude. I, I'm more worried about the upper end because that's when damage starts happening. So yeah. you know, if you get above 85 on that, then, then, uh, then bad things can happen. With the weed-free zone? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So it's specifically for cooler weather. 40 to 85, generally before spring green-up. Okay. Hmm. That's interesting. But if you think about it, by the time it's getting 85, the grass is starting to green-up. Yeah. It hasn't really paid because it's declining anyway with the the heat, most of those weeds. All right, 210-308-8867. Billy's on the line. You want to hang with us a sec? Billy, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Good. You got Trace on the line in the docks. What can we do for you? I have uh, had a sweet olive tree for nearly 30 years, and it is a large tree. It's probably 10 feet tall. It's multi-trunk, and it does have dark green leaves, and it blooms fairly early, but it does not bear fruit. And, And what about that fragrance? Fragrance, yes. When when it starts blooming, it gives the fragrance through there. Any comparison? I mean, is it like an alyssum or stocks or just it's uh, pretty unique? It's very sweet. It it, it uh, multi trunk is a, is the thing that's different than most trees. Mm-hmm. It's cold sensitive or it's cold sensitive. Yes, it's it. The leaves are green as they can be right now. Hmm. Cool. Cool. So you think, were you here, when, were you listening when that woman called with her description? Yes. That's, I was on oh, the way so home. Yeah, it sounded more and more like that's exactly what yeah. it was. Yeah. Well, I, I thought she said it. 
Hers was six to eight feet tall, and mine's much bigger than that. But but like I said, I've had it for nearly 30 years. Yeah, six to eight is more normal. Actually, six is more normal. Yeah. Just uh, thir- 30 years, it probably would grow a little more. And, and <laughs> Billy's a really I'm good gardener. You, the last 30 years, I've grown a lot more, too, just in a lot of <laughs> I've grown a lot older. So <laughs> has it frozen back, Billy? Uh, it hadn't frozen back, but the, the limbs are kind of uh, flexible, and I have trimmed it back some because uh, they, they kind of fall down. Okay, well, you said it was cold susceptible. I was thinking 30 years includes uh, those cold night, those 20-degree temperatures and 10-degree temperatures that we had. Yeah, it, it went right through them. So. Okay. So you don't have to worry about the cold very much. They, they, from my no, I don't worry about get, cold at all. They, they well, get I get a ugly. Yeah, it's too big to cover anything. It, oh, it, yeah. it, it's a large multi-trunk tree. Okay. Very cool. Thank you, Billy. Thank you yes. for calling. Anything else going on in your garden? We could do a segment on your garden. Because well, you always I, have great tomatoes. and. You no, know, about all I have now is uh, blue bonnets and, uh, and poppies. Okay. You call me when they bloom, I'll come over and take your picture with them. I, I'll do it. They, they're okay, looking good. thank you. Oh, yeah. good. Thank you, Billy. Thanks, Billy. All right, 210-308-8867. Candy, we hope you're listening still. You can call Al or come visit with us. We think we're, we're, we've gone from about 40% to about 90% yeah. in terms of uh, certainty. So, okay, good. And let's see. So we got uh, uh, we mentioned the blood drive next week. Uh, David is going to be here next Saturday too. All that information is at MillburgerNursery.com. Trace, what else? Oh yeah, mention the tomatoes. Yeah, we we're going to we're going to get some tomatoes in this week. Yeah, uh, just in six packs. Very limited for those people that are going to go ahead and start stepping up. So, uh, celebrity, which is the most proven. You know, everybody always wants to grow some celebrity. Tycoon, which is. So far, probably oh, yeah. the best producer, I think. And then the uh, the rodeo tomato that with uh, we haven't given its name yet. No, so it, we're gonna let David do that. We next can't week. mention the name. Well, we I've been given authorized to break the news in the newspaper, but we were I was kind of confirmed with uh, Trace and David and and Jerry as to what would be the best date. Uh, Maybe not next Saturday, but the Saturday after. Right. Rodeo starts pretty soon. Six, yeah, pretty soon. Yeah. Six, I think you're right. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and then you, we were mentioning you still have the big cabbages. Speaking oh, of yes. rodeo, uh, yeah, those are definitely uh, rodeo sized. Yeah. Sure. So uh, last week we got a hold of these, and and they always decorate the uh, the Go Texan booth with premier quality ten inch pots of vegetables. And uh, we are lucky to have that growing operation local here. And yeah. So they, David always gives them a number, and they grow it. And uh, they had extras this year, so uh, they let me have. Well, they let me have some. They sold, <laughs> they sold me some. Yeah. Uh, we can sell them to you. Yes, we can. So there's a cabbage that's already got softball size heads in them. Ooh. Uh, there's some kale, uh, some Swiss chard, uh, artichoke. Um, Did I, I see Brussels sprouts out there? I don't think so. Oh, uh, maybe. Okay. Uh, but there's about five or six different things out there that, uh, I mean, they are p- premier quality, uh, f- full size vegetable plants. Oh yeah. 
that, that red cabbage you got out there is it's very slow to grow. I, you, I've got red cabbage along with the regular cabbage. Yeah. And the, the regular cabbage is <laughs> about three times as big. Oh, yeah, it's slow, yeah. red cabbage. But people like it because it's a, a color in salads. Yeah, and it's it's tasty. Well, this is the time of year my wife gets on a cabbage kick, and Uh-oh. we have cabbage at least two or three times a week. Oh, Lord. So I, I did ask her to... I'm sorry not, about that. Oh, well, I like it. <laughs> uh, I did ask her to uh, give me some cutter, so instead of okay. just green, she's been doing some of the red. Well, okay. good. Does there red cabbage taste different from... No, but uh, huh. then you're not just eating green, so... <laughs> oh, okay. I say, I think when you cook red cabbage... It turns uh, kind of translucent, doesn't it? Uh, there, there, was, there, was, there was still purple to it. Yeah. Purple? Oh, okay. The, the water sure is purple. Yeah, right. Huh. But I always, it always reminds me of the German cabbage di- dishes. You got that red, you know, even though you don't have the, the vinegar and the sugar that uh, the German rest, the recipes have, but yeah. I, was, I imagine a little of that taste every time I see it. So how did your wife cook it? Does she, she boil it? She she has this big pot, and I don't ask too many questions. <laughs> uh, it's, she bought this pot specific enough to put about five heads. Oh, my oh, man, that's a big and, pot. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> wow. Hey, uh, hang on. We'll, we'll Let's talk to Alan real quick and see if we can help them all help him here. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey there, Alan. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Hello. Fine. Hi, Dan. Hello. You're, you're, breaking, you're, you're breaking up on breaking us a little up? bit. Yeah. I got this. Oh, yeah, that's much that's better. Okay, so I have some kind of critter digging around my house. I don't know, armadillo or raccoon or possum. I was trying to figure out something I could maybe spray to repel it. Oh, hmm. uh, the the, uh, the holes that they're making are they just hollow holes that something could go down in, or they're just kind of at the top of the ground? So tell us what you see. Well, my sister told me about it in her house. I, I, I thought I would give you a call. Well, if, it, if it looks like somebody's digging. Then you're, you're probably talking one of those that you mentioned, and they would be going for right. this time of year. They'd be going for grub worms. Right. So most of those right. guys can can smell, you know, six inches to a foot down a, a, a tasty grub. And uh, so if the holes are that that deep, with the with the dirt thrown all over the place, the the the, the problem that you're going to have is you and you want to do something this year. It's got to be a repellent for them, or you trap and relocate. For next year, you need to try to kill the grubs early while they're little, and then you don't then you don't get the grub damage, and there's no food source, that, so the bigger guys move on to find somebody else's yard that's got them in it. Okay, so is there any kind of repellent I could spray right now? Uh, we, we we sell a repellent. Uh, it's, for armadillos? For armadillos, yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. So we it's a liquid Imus Garden is the brand name. You know what they have in it? We have it. No, what is the? Oh, I must garden is the brand name. Yeah, you don't know, you know what, what ingredient. No, they, what, 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 no they, they always put four or five different. It's all organic. 
that much I can tell you, but they've always put four or five different ingredients in. All of them stink. Yeah, some better than others. Yeah. <laughs> it, that that won't run the meat, will it? I, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I heard, heard like coyote urine or something like that. Uh, I, okay, I, I do. Ha- I do handle that too. That's for deer. Oh, really? and stuff. Oh, that's for deer, deer and rabbits. I'm, I'm oh, a dealer. I'm too scared of much of anything. Yeah. Yeah, they're not too smart. They dig big old holes. Yeah. Well, that's what I was asking. If it was a big hole, then then uh, then they're definitely going for. I gross. was uh, walking uh, down the street and saw one by a fence, and it dug right under the fence, and that was a huge hole. <laughs> well, I mean, Jerry, Jerry brings up all the time. They use the same route all the time. Yeah. So you quite often you can capture them. Oh, it's by Ibis Garden, and what's the product name? Armadillo repellent. Armadillo repellent. Uh-huh. And then the other option is trap and relocate, or uh, as Jerry mentioned earlier, trap and eat. <laughs> I'll let Jerry handle that. <laughs> yeah, you're a smart man. Beautiful white meat, man. Don't, don't, don't okay. kill it. Don't. All right. People Thank use that in, chi- in chili. Cool. All right. Well, thank you, Alan. Tell us what happened. Good luck. Yeah. Okay, thank you. All right. 210-308-8867. I guess all the things that you mentioned, too, are nighttime animals, so it's going to be hard to see them actually doing it. Put a trail cam. 2 o'clock. 2 o'clock, everybody's out? That's when they come out. 2 o'clock. Armadillos, right? Armadillos. Y'all are pretty certain it's armadillos? Yeah. Okay. Why not raccoons? Why not? Skunks? Why not? <laughs> raccoons, well, they, raccoons can get stuff out of your trash can, and okay, all. they're not. They, digging. they can find tastier things. Okay. <laughs> not, not that they're not doing it, but uh, armadillo is the most likely. Well, they don't. They don't make a the route. They can go in the yard yeah, right. a hundred different ways. I've seen them run across a big fat raccoon running across the top of a. A wire fence. Oh, like a yeah. fence. Uh, how in the world does he balance up there? <laughs> We're through Westies chasing up. No. <laughs> Raccoons do not mess around. All right, but, cool. But anyway, that uh, that armadillo, uh, 2 o'clock. 2 o'clock. Al says right after the bars close. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, I, but I do stress that it's easier to take care of next year's problem this, yeah. this year. So uh, next year, definitely uh, pay more attention to the uh the grub worm life cycle, which is a June bug, and yeah. if you can if you can kill them while they're little, you have less damage to your yard, and then you don't have this kind of damage during the winter when they're at, when the the critters are looking for something to eat. I used I used to be very tolerant of armadillos until until they started uh, rooting up my colored blue bonds. Ooh, that's I where the a, orange one went. Yeah, yeah exactly. The armadillos. I by the house, and they they usually they were digging on the in that loose soil for grubs, I guess, and uh, they pop those blue bonnet transplants out. Yeah. That sounds so like my they kid. did that about twice, and then I popped them. Oh dear. Okay. On that note, we're going to take a break. <laughs> yes. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero. 308-8867. we got more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up. Give us a call. Tell us what's going on in your gardening world. 210-308-8867. More in a moment with Dr. Parsons and Dr. Finch. I'm Milton Glick. And back after this on 930 AM, The Answer. 
Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. You know, Millburgers work so hard to make sure that you have a great gardening experience. That's why they have their free adult gardening classes. And there's actually two this month, last week's and the one coming up on January 25th. And this one is going to be on planting shade trees. David Rodriguez will be a part of it. And like I said, last one was very, very popular. So I want to make sure you mark it on your calendar and plan to be over at Millburgers to enjoy this great workshop on planting shade trees and maintaining them. It's from 10 to 11.30, and it's absolutely free. Go to millburgernursery.com to learn more about that. And then if you can, that same day, it's Millburgers Quarterly Blood Drive from 10 to 2. Blood is in critical short supply, and we need your help. So come on out and donate blood. Millburgers will give you a $10 gift certificate just for going through the process. Learn more at millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. to Bill Burgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. We're live on the porch where it's definitely warmed up. Let's see. Is it the sun's out or is it actually warmed up? What do you think? It's sun's out. <laughs> okay, let's see. It was 57. It says it's... All the way up to 58? No. <laughs> uh, yeah, it says it's about 58. So. Okay. It's a psychological thing. I think All maybe right. the breeze is... Maybe the breeze has died down. Bit. Oh, yeah. Actually, the flags are going a different way. The flags are moving, uh, I guess, west now. The breeze is coming from the east? No. Okay. So that would be... I don't know. What does that mean? <laughs> just different. Just different. You get acclimat- accl- acclimated to the oh. one feeling, and now it's different. I don't know. Maybe that's why. All right. 210 th- Northeast. 210 308 210-308-8867. Finishing up Calvin's uh, article in yesterday's paper, he talked about pomegranates. Uh, And then he he recommended pink satin, Texas pink, uh, Kandahar, Kandahar? Kandahar early is yeah early. There's a bunch of Kandahars that and I and think Salavaski, Salavaski. Now that that one I've never uh, t- tried, but there it's it's on all lists nowadays. Yeah, it's on the list. Uh, that that's the only one that Calvin. Well, that was what was that a Texas satin wasn't it? Yeah, a, no. There's no Texas on there. Really? I'm looking at the palm grass that huh. we're selling here. And uh, Salavaski, Salavaski is the only, only one that we sell. Now I think that's the one that's uh, that I took to Tennessee. That's supposed to be a little bit cold hardy, and uh, it's been up there three, four years, and hadn't uh, hadn't frozen. Now Calvin gets these names from from pomegranates that we have had in the past here at Melbourne. And some I grow, yeah, like the pink satin. I yeah, know. yeah. And I and, a, and a, several of the master gardeners right. tried it, and it's really yeah. one that works. Those yeah. are, uh, new varieties are coming on the market all the time. But uh, that uh, the one we had this year, the supplier this year is Solovoski. 
and uh, that's a that's a step up from uh, it. It used to be all all you could get was uh, wonderful, wonderful, and people were uh, not people were dissatisfied with the uh, the uh, bearing one consistent. They didn't want a consistent bearer. Does uh, really well in California. Yeah, I, they, well, it all the uh, or I'd say ninety five percent of all the uh, pomegranate juice that you drink uh, from Cal is from California and is produced by Wonderful, hmm. the the variety Wonderful. I've got some uh, got some friends that went out there and took pictures. Of of, of of the juicing process, and uh, they they were looking at wonderful. So anyway, now pomegranate. I warn you about pomegranates. I'm not a I'm not a big pomegranate fan, but uh, the juice is okay. But uh, just to eat one off a tree, and we're having trouble uh, here in our in Texas. With the uh, fruit turning black, the uh, I mean the inside. When you break it open, the pomegranate may look good from the outside, but it, uh, it, it the the inside is blackened, and uh, they've determined that that's a fungus that gets in there. Uh, fungus that gets in there into in the spring when it's blooming. Uh, so it's hard to control. Uh, but there's no, uh, I don't think there's any resistance to it. Uh, we've we've had uh, several, uh, well, several, I'll say, eight or ten varieties of pomegranate growing out at uh, Uvalde, Dr. Larry Stein. And... Uh, they mostly all get that. Do they? they have that problem? Except the can. They, they, you got Kandahar and yeah, a lot of those varieties out there. Yeah, pink set. The, the uh, they uh, that's a similar situation with English walnuts. Uh, Doctor Laura Shreve, who's passed away now, but uh, he was a he went to Russia and. Uh, and uh, all all over the United, all over the world, looking for a uh, English walnut, a Persian walnut that would do well here. And he he uh, he came back. He got had several varieties that he t- he tested and and recommended, uh, but none of them ever had English walnuts. I mean, they had the walnut. But the inside was black, and uh, the outside looked so like an English walnut. So what do you you were growing them for the the, the nuts? Yeah, he was. He right. was. What is it that Jerry always says about the tomato? Oh, <laughs> oh the to tomatoes. Them. Yeah, <laughs> you wanted Fine. fruit on there. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I always left thinking about uh, Doctor uh, Shreve. Uh, Brought in some wall, some English walnuts off of his different trees, and uh, he was going to show me that uh, that they were 
that they were good. Some of you us, you know, they were growing good English walnuts. weren't some of, some of his walnuts were impossible to get open, weren't oh, they? Oh yeah, <laughs> but uh, he had them on display at the uh, Medina County is Medina County Fairgrounds is where they had to, had the display, and uh, I think we were having a vegetable show out there. And uh, he had them on display. And he was so proud of them. So I went, over, I went in there and I said, bust them open. Break them open. You know, he had that wild look in his eyes. I said, break them open. Let's see the, let's see the kernel. And uh, when he did, or when I did, uh, they were all black. Huh. So uh, <laughs> uh, he... He didn't give any excuses. He just, they were all black. And uh, I think there was only one variety, a Russian variety, that he ever got that uh, produced somewhat nice nuts. Somewhat nice nuts. Again, the same thing that going on there in California, they produce a, a wonderful uh, English walnut or Persian walnut. Or it's drier there. I think it's a problem. But anyway, uh, if you want to try some... Uh, they got pretty flowers. They Yeah, they do. Beautiful flowers. The pomegranates do. Yeah. And yeah, Calvin said the deer doesn't eat them. In his neighborhood, uh, the stems are folded. I think we've had some deer nibble on them out at uh, Uvalde. But uh, that's not one of their favorite... Uh, yeah. Well, you favorite can, dishes. In my neighborhood, you can tell they don't eat it because they're naturalized everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, and come up and they yes. bloom. They don't don't <laughs> they don't seem to eat the blooms even. But uh, that, I've heard other neighborhoods that they have a problem with it. And then Calvin said the best to last, Milton. Oh, what's that? Oriental persimmons. Oh, okay. And. Uh, he he he, met, right off the bat he mentioned the best Oriental persimmon there is. Fuyu. Okay. They sometimes call it giant fuyu. I don't know if fuyu and giant fuyu are the same or what's going on, but uh, that fuyu because it's not astringent. Yeah, you can. You don't have to have it mushy ripe. Now, Calvin didn't explain what astringency is. What does astringent mean, Method? I don't know. Dry? Sour. Bitter. Oh, bitter? Okay. <laughs> Why not just say bitter unless astringent is really, really bitter? Well, that's that's a, a nomenclature uh, for yeah, the Yeah, because astringent is not a neg- really a negative term. If you're talking about f- food characteristics, yeah. where bitter, is, bitter yeah. is pretty negative. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Fuyu, uh-huh. or John Fuyu, is non-astringent. And uh, that's, one, that's one of the ones. Uh, we have that here at, at Mailburgers. And uh, then Calvin mentioned some that uh, he, he, he describes Fuyu as non-astringent, so it can be eaten before it is ripe, okay. mushy ripe. Do you eat persimmons, Milton? No. What? It's one of the sweetest fruit that, that you can eat. Oh, okay. 
uh, high in vitamin A, uh, a lot of vitamin A content. And uh, but most people, either you like Japanese persimmons or you don't like Japanese. Yeah, persimmons. I know Laura's father talks about growing up in Alabama and just eating them off the trees and just just eating them and eating them and eating them. I mean, he was talking about the American persimmon. Oh, maybe so. Okay. And he he's quite a man to be eating those American <laughs> persimmons. Oh, it sounded like they were sweet. Are they sweet? Not no. Maybe he was talking about the big one. Yeah, he must have been. Uh-huh. You'd have to ask him the size. I'll ask him the size. We got one at the grocery store. Oh, did you? Well, I, we got a persimmon. It didn't say Japanese. It just said it's persimmon. big. If it's big... It's American uh, persimmon. Yeah, that's uh, it. Yeah, okay. American persimmon is uh, fairly small, like a large marble. Is it kind of oval shape? Yeah. Archea. Yeah, yeah. Kind of flat and oval. Kind of. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's uh, that. It's flat and oval. Well, Tamil it's fan. round and yeah. flat. Looks like a pot. Looks like a hockey puck. Did it say oh, it was? Then it is Tamil pond, yeah. Did okay. it? Did it say it was a uh, astringent or not? No, it just said persimmon. We didn't. We just picked it up. How are you gonna know when to eat it? Um, <laughs> I don't know. It was sort of well. Pink, that's because pinkish red. Yeah, Laurel will know because her father has had yeah, this experience. We'll have to it. call and ask her dad. Okay. Uh, it has to be kind of mushy. Okay. Before it loses its the astringency. Okay. They're expensive. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're they're very valuable. I would t- tell people that uh, that you eat them in a bathtub. Oh, because they're because they're they're so they're juicy and mushy and things like that. So, but uh, Doctor Larry Stein sounds perverted, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Doctor Larry Stein doesn't like to eat them because they're too sweet. Hmm. He doesn't like persimmon. Who? Japanese persimmon. Who was our uh, um, horticulturist that used to eat one a day every morning? Oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, Lipe. Yeah, John, John Lipe. Lipe. Yeah, he, he used to be yeah. the horticulturist in Fredericksburg. Yeah, he passed away, but that was his. Yeah? He loved them. He froze, froze them. Yeah. And they'd uh, get up in the morning, pull out of the refrigerator, let it thaw out. And, Huh. Eat it. And that that might be what you want to do with your persimmon, Melton. Freeze it? It's freeze it. Okay. Or, or let it let it go soft. It may may take it a while to go soft. I can't remember where it is. <laughs> Somewhere in the house. I don't know where it is now. <laughs> but anyway, it's uh they almost when they get ready to eat, they're almost look look like they're rotted. Oh wow! Most people would say a fruit that's that yeah, that soft is gone. Soft is ju- is rotted, but that's when it's at its best. Huh. Okay, little uh, spoon. We need to take a quick break. We okay? You yeah, yeah right. okay. We're gonna talk to Sylvia right after this. But two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on nine thirty a.m. The answer. 
Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. You know, Millburgers work so hard to make sure that you have a great gardening experience. That's why they have the free adult gardening classes. And there's actually two this month, last week's and the one coming up on January 25th. And this one is going to be on planting shade trees. David Rodriguez will be a part of it. And like I said, last one was very, very popular. So I want to make sure you mark it on your calendar and plan to be over at Millburgers to enjoy this great workshop on planting shade trees and maintaining them. It's from 10 to 11.30, and it's absolutely free. Go to millburgernursery.com to learn more about that. And then if you can, that same day, it's Millburgers Quarterly Blood Drive from 10 to 2. Blood is in critical short supply, and we need your help. So come on out and donate blood. Millburgers will give you a $10 gift certificate just for going through the process. Learn more at millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer got a lot of calls to get to right now. 210-308-8867. This is going to be a challenge because we have two folks named Sylvia who are on the line. Uh-oh. But the first Sylvia wants to talk about firebush. So Sylvia, uh, who has a firebush question, is on the air. Hi, Sylvia. Hi. Hi, Milton. What's yeah, going I've on? had this firebush, uh, I guess, a little over six years. Really, it's only bloomed one time. It kind of gets some sun in the afternoon. Other than that, that's it. Um, do you think that that's that that's the problem? That that's is it. the problem. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're they're one well, of the highest requirements in terms of sun to yeah. produce. I always tell people okay. if it's sm- if it smells shade, it won't bloom. Yeah, no. <laughs> so is it is it in the ground or is it in a container? Yeah, it's in the ground. It's in the oh. ground. So you think it'd be better for me to move it or or? Oh yeah, or they're easy to move. Are there? Easy yeah, to dig move? it, dig okay. it, dig it, dig it now. Cut now? it down to the ground. Cut it down to the ground okay. and dig the roots okay. now, and move it okay. to a full it, sun location. It, it, is the root ball not 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 too uh, big or? No, it's it's a. Uh, Fibrous kind of yeah, fairly shallow. Okay, I didn't know because if it's going to get more cold or we're going to get a hard freeze, should I wait? But it's all right to do it now. No, do it now. Yeah, it'll be it'll do be it now. the root system will be protected. I thought you were going to ask uh, when do you prune it back and. Uh, no, because up, be, well, be up, it, be I mean, upset. It helped, it, it's green, but it only bloomed at just that one time. Of course, I had a lot of butterflies. Yeah. And how many birds, that's, other than that, hasn't bloomed anymore? Yeah, you know, I mean, just at yeah. one time, you know. You know. That's what mine. Oh, and the I've Lincoln got a couple rose. Too, that have, have you ever heard bar- of, the, about a, a, a Lincoln rose? The what? A, a Lincoln rose. Do y'all ever get those over there at, at your your place? And Millburg. They do. Yeah, uh, Millburgers does. Yeah, we've seen them before. I've, yeah, I like bright, right, right, red, right. Uh, yeah, um, they're do pretty red. Y'all get them what February or March or, or April? Yeah, or, yeah, first or, of March. March, okay. Do, or would there be like a three gallon or a five gallon or? I'm not sure. Can, yeah, that's that's a better for the call yeah. for the nursery, but they're oh. going to have them. Oh, okay. I would guess okay. I would guess okay. three gallon, but they. Okay. Yeah, I don't and, think. And that know. that that pink the pink uh, uh, palm bagel that y'all talking about when when do you think that you might get those? Because I want to try to get one of those. When pink. when do you think you're going to get one? The blue. The pink no, 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 the pink one. Yeah, because y'all talk about the pink. I've had the blue before, but I thought maybe I'll get a pink one. Maybe y'all. Uh, uh, I'm not sure. That's a good question for the nursery too, Sylvia. Well, we don't. We don't. 
Yeah, give them a call at oh. 210-497-3760. Thank you. Okay, I'll do that. Okay, Talk thank you. Later. All right. Only have one Sylvia on the line now at 210-308-8867. Hey, Sylvia. Welcome hey. to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? I'm doing good, Milton. How are you? Good. What you know? Listen, I have a question for you fellows. My peach tree is already starting to bloom. No. And I, it, it is. It's budding. It's got a bunch <laughs> of buds, and it's got a few blooms, and I know it's going to bloom out pretty soon. And I know we're going to have a heart freeze. What am I expecting here? <laughs> the freeze is over. Didn't, I, didn't you hear me talking about that uh, last week? Oh. Uh, just, just in case yeah, you're wrong. <laughs> do yeah, you know what for kind? A week, you, and, then, and then we're going to get it full blast. <laughs> do you know what kind of a uh, peach it is? The yes, variety it's, name? It's, it's a La Feliciana. Oh my goodness, that's unusual for Lafayette. Yeah, I know, that's, I know. It's never, does, it have, it's, does it have just a few blooms or a lot of blooms? It's got a few blooms, and uh, I'm looking at it. Uh, it's got a bunch of buds on the on the limbs, and it's got uh, oh maybe half a dozen blooms. No, it's more than that. I'm looking at it. it there's blooms all over the tree, but not an awful lot. But there's some. Are the, are the buds swollen? In other words, yes. uh, have they started yes. to swell? Yeah, Ooh, they're starting to swell. Good. Well, did that did that bloom uh, at the regular time last year? Well, it did, but then we had the we had that freeze that came down on us and it knocked it knocked off all my my the blooms the, the huh. blooms are already on there knocked them off. So I didn't yeah, have any kind of peaches last year, none. That's strange because it's a uh, we wouldn't expect the Lafayette to yeah. be blooming at this point. Uh, we were thinking you're going to say uh, Florida King or something like that. No, no, it's Lafayette, and I picked it because I know it's good for this for this area. Uh, not much you can do. You just have to let her run her and hope Jerry's right about no freezes. <laughs> but even, even if it's a, a light freeze, sometime you can uh, go through and you'll just have a. You know, half the yeah. blooms knocked off. Yeah, doesn't there? You have plenty yeah, of but, fruit. But, but it's uh, it's only January, Milton. You know, <laughs> it's January, yeah. and I know we're going to have yeah. a hard freeze. Well, if you want to be a pessimist, yeah. uh, <laughs> re- remember remember uh, our comment that it only takes ten percent of the blooms to make a hundred percent of the crop. Okay. In other well, words, you can lose you can lose ninety percent of the blooms on there. Yes. And still uh, make a crop, or big, pe- uh, big nice peaches. Well, yeah, maybe the the size would be better, but you know I'm used to getting baskets of peaches off of that stupid tree. I know, and they're all small, right? Well, they're good enough for me. No, <laughs> you know well, I'm not this year, be greedy about it, but uh, <laughs> this year they're going to be bigger for you. Okay, all right. I'm going to hold you to that, Jerry. Okay, okay. no problem. Yeah, okay. good bring luck. Me, bring okay. me a bushel. Thanks, <laughs> Sylvia. Yeah, sure. Okay, honey. <laughs> bye bye. Have a good Bye-bye. day, everybody. Bye bye. Bye bye, Sylvia. And we go to Gene on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero. 308-8867. Hey, Gene, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? 
Great, thank you. I, I just wanted to tell you, I've had that Texas Sweet Olive at two yeah. homes for 40 years, and I've never had any problems with it blooming. I'm up northeast of Bernie now, and it's out there blooming its head off. Um, Already? About, yeah. Oh, yeah, it blooms early. It blooms in the winter, really. How large and, is it? Uh, mine's about 9 to 10 feet tall, and it's in morning sun. Just That's good. Yeah, just yeah. morning sun, huh? doing fine. And yeah. it hadn't frozen. It hadn't frozen on you. Well, you know, we got down to like 16 degrees a couple of years ago, and it. Right. You know, I'm trying to think it might have lost a few leaves, but it didn't didn't have any effect on it. It just came right back. Okay. Sounds good. good. Good report. Yeah. Thanks for yeah. the info. I love Great it. It's got those little clusters of tiny white blooms, and it has a very potent fragrance. Oh, it's wonderful, yeah. wonderful to have in the winter. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. That's very cool. <laughs> Guys, yeah. more people are going to start wanting them after yeah. that. After <laughs> yeah. All right, call Millburgers and put it on your wish list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, thank well, you for calling. Thanks, yes, Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, well, that'll free up us. Probably we can sneak in one more, but there's nobody in the line at 210-308-8867. But, yeah, it sounds like uh, let's Trace can get him in when he can. So call the nursery at 497-3760, 497-3760. Let's remind everybody that there isn't a program on the third Monday this year. Um, garden so, volunteers. Uh, for the yeah, garden gardening volunteers. So just plan on... Uh, Next month, on February, attending, and uh, that's Martha, Martin Luther King Day this year, this that's month. Tomorrow, so. yeah. Yep. So just enjoy the holiday. Yeah, and it's back again in February at its normal time. And you can go to uh, gardeningvolunteers.org to, uh, to check on those things. They've got a lot of things, including the Water Saver Landscape uh, classes. Two classes scheduled so far. Yeah, those are one's in March, one's in May. Uh, they'll they'll have the dates on the website uh, for those as well, and don't forget one last time before we see you again. Uh, David Rodriguez will be here next Saturday doing a, a seminar on shade trees. It's free. It's from ten until eleven thirty, and David does a wonderful job. So we'll see you out there for that, and then come on out next Saturday and donate blood here at Mill Burkers at sixteen oh four on Boulevardy Road. Blood is in. Uh, it's the, the blood supply is fragile, and I think that's a good description, as Roger said in the beginning of the show. Uh, so you can make a difference. We're asking you to come on out and give blood. Millburgers is going to give you a $10 gift certificate just for going through the process. So for some reason, And you can reserve a, a, an appointment. Thank you. Yeah. Go to SouthTexasBlood.org uh, to that website, and you can make an appointment. So you can uh, the appointment gets you through the crowd, uh, and it does, besides helping you, it helps them know how many vehicles to bring so that everybody moves through uh, fast and efficiently. So go ahead and uh, make that reservation if you can. Otherwise, just come on out between 10 and 2 to Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. We'll see you then. Thanks to Al doing a great job for getting all the calls on the air. And, uh, of course, thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. See you next week on 930 a.m. The Answer.